I'm Grace. I'm Shruti. And I'm Sarah. And we're the Book Hoes. On this week's episode, we are doing our group read, which was Twice Shy by Sarah Hogel. But before we start talking about that, we actually have a very special guest, Plot Twist. And that special guest is Sarah Hogel herself. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We're really excited. Yes, we really enjoyed you. Um, the first the first time when we read You Deserve Each Other. So I was really excited to have you come back for Twice Shy. Oh, twice you're twice shy (laughs) sort of yeah (laughs) thank you race yeah you're welcome um so first we'll talk about what we've been reading this week uh so it's only been two days since we last recorded so i have not read anything aside from twice shy which we will talk about later um shruti what have you been reading um i read i started reading an aaron nichols novel read like a chapter but I also really haven't read much because it's again been two days so that's it how about you Sarah which Sarah you're you're correct (laughs) our uh book host Sarah I guess (laughs) um I started reading the Midnight Library by Matt Haig yeah it won like one of the Goodreads awards last year and I saw it Target and I just like picked it up and I started reading it the same day I bought it, which I never do, but it's really good so far. It's about a um, woman who um, basically she's faced with a bunch of options for how her life could have gone at the end of her life. And she basically gets to see um, what her life could have been if she made different choices. So like each one is a different, each like, I don't know, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I've only read like one chapter, but that's what the summary said. So, and it's really good so far. I like the writing. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been reading this week. Sarah, what have you been reading recently? I have been reading The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ oh. I believe. And I'm like maybe seven or eight chapters in but I like it so far I've I've heard heard that one's good yeah I hear about it on TikTok a lot yeah I got it from Twitter everyone was like you have to read this book it's so warm and fuzzy and it has the antichrist in it so I'm like what a combo I gotta try this (laughs) yeah soft and fuzzy with the antichrist that sounds great So now we're going to talk about Twice Shy, our group read of the month. Um, Sarah Hogel, would you like to just give a brief summary of what the book is about since you were the expert, since you you wrote it? (laughs) I will try. Um, I'm not good at being brief and that's, that's, yeah. Twice Shy is about a woman named Maybelle who is lonely and not very happy with her life. She's been working a dead-end job at a resort, and she was recently catfished, so her love life also sucks. And when her great-aunt Violet dies, she leaves her an estate in the Smoky Mountains. So Mabel's like, all right, I get a fresh chance. I can go here and, you know, be somebody new. And she goes to the house, and it's falling apart. It's nothing like she remembered from when she was a kid, and she has to share it with the groundskeeper, Wesley, who is really grumpy and doesn't want to talk to her and seems to not want anything to do with her. And of course they fall in love as they do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you decide to write about this concept? Like what was the inspiration for this novel? 
this is a difficult question because it's <laughs> been two different novels. The oh, first draft yeah. and then the second draft. The first draft, I just wanted to write about somebody with anxiety. And I wrote about, um, they both had really bad anxiety in the first draft, like debilitating anxiety and they couldn't talk to each other. So the manuscript wasn't really working the way that it was originally. And I wanted to have someone who daydreamed a lot because I thought it would be fun to write those scenarios on page, just self-indulgent for me. And then when I rewrote it, it was October, 2020. So just before the election, pandemic, anxiety, mm-hmm. and I just wanted somewhere really fluffy to mm-hmm. go to. So I thought, well, I'm gonna make this idyllic place and um, just write as sappy a story as I possibly can. It worked like, out, I think. I think so yes. too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what were our general thoughts on the book? So I loved it, of course. We all did. That's why we, don't worry. That's why we asked you to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. We brought you here to yeah. tell you this to your face. <laughs> yeah, it was a really great story, I think. Um and I like what you said about uh, the character, the Mabel having her daydream scenarios and her mm-hmm. fantasies, like reading about Mabel's coffee shop AU was mm-hmm. so, it was funny to me because I have little like fantasy daydreams in my head like that all the time. So it was like, why is this so relatable? I feel so called out. Um, and then I love the way um, Mabel's uh, relationship with Wesley was written as well, the way they kind of came together over time. And there were, you know, those little times they were fixing up the house together. That was just, it worked really well for me. I I absolutely loved it. I also really loved it. Um, I am usually not a huge fan of sunshine, grumpy romances. I don't know why, but I think for this one, it just really worked for me and I really enjoyed it. Um, I think my favorite parts were when like Wesley is painting because he's not really able to communicate with his words at the time so like he communicates with his paintings and I thought that was really sweet and I really I really really loved those parts um especially um but yeah no I really loved it I felt the fluffy sappiness and I think that was what I wanted also when I was reading so I was like yes this is what I want I am enjoying this um I on the other hand really love the grumpy one sunshine one that (laughs) one okay so favorite romance tropes that's what up there Enemies to Lovers is up there. And oh my God, there are roommates is up there. And all this book provides all three. So <laughs> I was like, go. here we go. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, and I agree with Sarah about how it was like kind of relatable because mm-hmm. I thought that Maybell was relatable, like how she's really imaginative and also like a big people pleaser. I was like, oh, that's me. Yes. <laughs> but then also like Wesley was like really obsessed with cryptids <laughs> and I was like that's me too <laughs> so I was like wow I'm both of these people at once um and it was fun I had a really great time I just finished it earlier and I was like it's really the weather here is really bad so I was like sitting in bed vibing had some coffee and it was just it was just a vibe it was a very happy fluffy place and I really enjoyed it it was yeah I definitely Grace I definitely thought of you when I was reading the the cryptids part I was like- I read it <laughs> it's not like my most prominent personality trait but it's definitely there my I am like mainly 
the Loch Ness Monster, but like, I'm like deeply afraid of the Loch Ness Monster because I'm really afraid of like things in the ocean. Like it's one of my biggest fears. Like just the idea of a giant monster living in there like makes me want to cry. So like, but I also like being scared. So it's a weird thing. So I'm like really into the Loch Ness Monster, but also if I saw it, I would pass away. So (laughs) it really appealed to me in in a lot of ways. I love that. Oh, I also definitely yeah. thought of Grace at the uh, Narnia references and the It yeah. references. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> yeah. Those are more stronger personality traits that I have. <laughs> it's also, I also loved, it was kind of like twists and turns almost like yeah. in their relationship, just in the way they developed. Because I, I was reading it and I read it over a couple of days. And every time I like called my, I called my boyfriend every night when I would call him, I'd tell him like, oh my God, this just happened in the book. And he'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like they're going camping. They're in a tent together. <laughs> well, the house has twists and turns too, which was fun. Yes. Like there was like a mystery mm-hmm. kind of too, which is also a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of layers that made this a great book. I, um, I really feel like this book can, I wrote a review. So I read this book um, a while ago because I was loved. I had a, the great chance to read it as an arc. Um, and I wrote a review as one does. And I think it really summarizes my feelings on this book. So I'm going to read it. It's kind of long, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Suppose you were making a romance novel smoothie. You would need some sort of liquid base, something solid. Well, Grumpy One and Sunshine One is a fairly reliable trope. Then you need the main flavor, the fruit. Forced proximity due to a meddling older woman mentor figure. Sign me up. Now, sometimes you need to add some spinach or an avocado, you know, something healthy to make you feel better about indulging. In this case, the absolutely lovely portrayal of social anxiety in both Wesley and Mabel was absolutely heart-wrenching and beautiful. But at the end of the day, this is a treat. We want something sweet. So throw in those chocolate chips, the extra scoop of ice cream, whatever. Because at the end of the day, Twice Shy is unapologetically romantic. Side note, I still agree with that. I think that is what one of my favorite parts of this book is that it's just, it's a romance novel and it's okay being a romance novel and it's just romantic. And that just made me really happy. Um, it's soft and sweet and calls out the fact that it is a romance novel. It is self-aware in the best ways. It includes that slang and pop culture references, and it's natural as agave nectar. I don't know why I was thinking of agave nectar when I wrote this uh, review. You're really okay. getting specific. <laughs> I was. <laughs> and then, because this is a smoothie, you got to blend it. So throw in some chaotic energy, something Sarah Hogle seems to love in her writing, and you get this book, this lovely, chaotic, romantic book that made me so happy. Um, and yeah, I do think there was a lot of that chaotic energy again that we kind of had talked about when we talked about you deserve each other. And I love a chaotic romance. So that again, made this wonderful for me. It's going to be at everything. I just, I can't shut it down. <laughs> Good. Good. That makes me yes. so happy. <laughs> so we have just a few questions for you as well. Um, the first one is how was the, experience? well, you've kind of touched on this already, but like, how was it different writing your second novel as compared to writing your first novel? Well, writing my first novel was really easy because I didn't know it was going to get published. So I was doing it in isolation. Uh, Second one, I had a two book deal, so I knew that people were going to see it. And it was really hard. I, it was like writing with somebody over my shoulder and I had really bad writer's block. I was also pregnant when I wrote the first draft and so I had really bad brain fog I couldn't focus and people were telling me like it's gonna be great I have (laughs) utter faith in you and I 
just, I knew that it wasn't, so it was really scary. But when I rewrote it, it was really easy because it was basically just ignore everything, write what I want. I was like, I know this is going to be like um, really sugary and really sweet, but I don't care. This is what I want. This is just, I'm going to go into my marshmallow town and I'm going to live there. So first draft sucked real bad, (laughs) miserable. Second draft, really great, kind of flew through it, but it was nothing at all like the first experience because I could just, yeah, it was in isolation and I didn't know anything was going to come of it. Makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting that you say it felt like someone was looking over your shoulder. I never thought, I never thought about that. But yeah, I can see how that would be more pressure. But it turned out the final product turned out wonderful. It mm-hmm. did. Thank you. It did. That's <laughs> really uh, lovely to hear because it's scary when you have yeah. two books. Like I'd imagine if like down the line, I have a lot to compare to. It won't be as bad. But when you have two, the second one will be directly compared to the first one. So that was terrifying. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, another question is, I wondered why or what made you decide to place the novel in like Tennessee, like Pigeon Forge area, which I was really excited about because I've been to Pigeon Forge many, many times. So I was like, oh, a place I know. But I was interested to see why you chose that location. I have not been there. So it was pretty dumb to pretend like I did. writing <laughs> <laughs> it, But I was I live in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. Like you don't tell people who live in Ohio that it's boring, but it's so boring. There's nothing to look at. So I have to just go somewhere else, my imagination. And I don't know. It looked fun. The mountains looked pretty. So I'm like, it is pretty. We'll put it there. We already did Wisconsin and you deserve each other. We'll do Tennessee in this one. Just do a different state every time. Yeah. It's, there we go. I just guess. I go on Google. <laughs> I was going to say, if you ever go, Pigeon Forge is like a, a huge tourist trap. So I thought you did a great job because, you know, the 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 hotel at the beginning that she works at, I was like, yeah, this is a this is a Pigeon Forge hotel sound. <laughs> I want to go. You should. You should. I was going to say, I like that it's it's not just like a lot of books are just like, oh, New York City or Los mm-hmm. Angeles. But they're just like other states exist, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I live in the Midwest. I have never been to New York City. I've never been to Los Angeles. I wouldn't know how to write them. So basically I take my area and I just kind of plant it in other places that are similar, but that I also haven't been to. I don't get out very much. So <laughs> next one is Indiana. Ooh, I love it. Um, Next question is what kind of music do you listen to when you write or do you have like specific playlists for each book or just whatever? I make a specific playlist for each book. Okay. So for Twice Shy, I listened to some Taylor Swift. She was very helpful giving me those albums that she did. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like that was a personal gift to me. (laughs) Also, Glass Animals, they're my favorite band. Ooh, I love them. And The Killers. And sometimes I would listen to, like, Storms on the Ocean and Forest Rain, Mm. stuff like that. Cool. 
Sounds very, very atmospheric. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have two questions that we asked about you deserve each other, which are what are do you did you think of the star <laughs> signs for um Maybell or Wesley? And then also did you have like an actor or actress in mind that you were picturing when you were writing them as well? I need to start doing that because I get asked this question and then I'm just surprised. Uh, you know, I can see Maybell being Amelia Clark, maybe. Okay. I can see that. Ooh. Yeah. I have nothing for Wesley. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I'm trying to think who I didn't really pictured. have one for Wesley yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I just like when I'm reading a book, I just get a picture of them in my mind that I like make up and I can't mm-hmm. think of like an actor. I think for both of them yeah. I have that. But I like Amelia Clark for I like Amelia Clark. Yeah. I, I feel, always make people up. I feel like I imagined Sebastian Stan at points for Wesley, <laughs> but then it was like he's blonde. And I was like, never mind. Are you I changed like, my mind. But you were like fully in your Falcon and the Winter Soldier phase recently. That's so true. <laughs> I I was. I, I was. That's probably why. <laughs> star signs I never remember anything about them I look it up I know mine <laughs> I don't know what do you guys think I don't know anything about star signs I just pretend like I do <laughs> because I think it's fun to categorize, categorize people <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> I think like, this maybe... person's a Capricorn I don't know anything about Capricorns yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like compared to like people I know in real life so like if I know mm. a Capricorn that I don't like and like someone's like this person's a Capricorn I'm like ooh, better stay away from them even though I don't know anything about what Capricorns are like I just know one that I don't like <laughs> I think if I had to choose for Mabel I would say maybe she's a Cancer because she has like that whole, I was like, gonna say yeah she as, has a, a as a Cancer oh are we both <laughs> Cancers yeah oh nice I don't know what I would say I don't know if I would pick for Wesley. Shruti, do you know, do you know any star sign? I don't, I don't know. know that much. I have like a vague knowledge. I also have a Virgo. vague knowledge. Oh, Virgo. I like that. I can yeah. see it. Sure. 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 My husband's a Virgo. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. There, it works. Our last question we have is, do you know if you are making a book three? And if you are, do, is there anything you can share about it? I am working on revising book three Ooh. before we pitch it to my editor Ooh. really soon. So I should probably be done with that in like a week or so. Ooh. And then really hoping that I get to announce something. I will say that it is really weird and also really fun. I think it's probably the most fun thing I've ever written. Ooh. That's always fun. I love yeah. It. yeah both I, will, I promise you will laugh at the description. If and when you get to see it, you will say what? But, <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll go, huh? Like that, like that one meme. Hmm. Oh, yes. Love it. Both of your books excited. already have been super fun. So I'm mm-hmm. so excited. <laughs> It's an unconventional, I can't say anything else. It's unconventional. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Oh, so the other one thing we wanted to share was um, 
Sarah had recently done a program to lease out. If we pre-ordered Twice Shy, we got a, what were they called? Original, like the official, the I call them pictures. epilogue. There we go. Yeah. You get a visual epilogue for you deserve each other. Um, and all three of us got them and they're really awesome and very pretty. And I was very excited about them. Yes. Yeah, that was such I liked the thing. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Those are happy. So pretty. I just wanted to give Naomi all the dogs because she wasn't allowed <laughs> to have one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think my favorite one is the one with um, all four of them, like in their little happy family portrait. Mm-hmm. It made me happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, so we also got some emails about Twice Shy since it was our group read. So we just got two. So we're going to read those now. Our first email is from Annie, who is our pal and also co-host of Songs That Send Us, which is a podcast that everyone should listen to. Um, she says, hi, bookos. Oh, the email title is longtime listener, first time review sender, dot, 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 dot. Hi, bookos. Just want to say first how much I love the pot. As soon as I hear all three of your voices, instant calm, aw, like hanging out with the besties for an hour. I don't have too many things to say about Twice Shy besides I loved it. My absolute favorite thing about this book and what made it such a comforting read was that Wesley and Maybell were unapologetically themselves. They were unique yet relatable characters and they loved the other for exactly who they were and because of their flaws and warts. They helped build each other up. Reading Sarah Hogel is always a relief because instead of dragging obstacles out in the name of drama and conflict, Hogel has her characters actually talk it out. They're there for each other and work through issues together. And it makes the relationship stronger and it makes me love the relationship even more for it. Okay, I'm done now, but I'm so excited to hear all of your thoughts on this one. Love, Annie. I agree about, especially yeah. about the um, yes. not dragging out the obstacles because I feel like when they they get together or they start, Mabel and um, Wesley start to get together towards the end. Or not towards the end. Like, there's, like, 100 pages left. Sort of. And I was like, I hope nothing bad happens to them. And it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, So I appreciate that, too. Like, there's no drama thrown in at the end. Like, after they get together. Like, they just get together. Exactly. I think, yeah. So, like, there's a big thing in the romance novel structure, which is, like, that third act um, miscommunication or third act obstacle. And, like, it's there. Because the idea is if the couple can get over this, then they can get over anything. So you can live with that happily ever after knowing that they'll be fine. Um, but also you get sick of that third act obstacle after a while. And sometimes you just want them to like talk it out and, you know, have a conversation. And that's what they did. And I enjoy that. I enjoy having, they didn't have like some epic breakup scene or anything dramatic. They just talked out their issues and they worked it out. And I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, that's so true. And this was such this is such a good like review that put it into words because mm-hmm. I never really put my finger on that. But I was like, wait, yeah, that yeah. it works so well for these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our next review is from Emily, who is also our friend and also co-host of another podcast, which is called A News Backwards, which we've we've mentioned several times on the podcast, but you should give them a listen as well. Um, Emily says, I don't think I liked it as much as I could have because I sped read it. <laughs> oh, she, she said earlier, she tweeted at us earlier. She's like, my thoughts are very chaotic. And I was like, okay. Um, I also had a thought I cannot remember, which is truly a shame. <laughs> Y'all are canceled for not warning me about Ruby the cow. I was kind of sad he ditched her on the plane, but I had a very fun time overall. And lastly, the book is best listened to while gardening. Cause I think she listened to the audiobook. P.S. I would love to know how when I'm listening to Sarah Hogel's books at work, there's always something important a manager needs to tell me, 
while the book is being spicy <laughs> because it also <laughs> happened when I listened to your you deserve each other love Emily that's like the worst when you're at work just trying to listen to an audiobook and of course like a spicy scene comes on you're like I'm at work I know it's so funny though it is I like Sarah um, Hogle's spicy scenes by the way I, do I think too. she does a really good job with them I agree yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely they're not too much they're not yeah they're not as, <laughs> yeah like, they're explicit not explicit as the some top. other books yeah over yeah. the top but you still get that you still get the the, the feeling yeah yeah I also just want to say regarding the cow, I saw Emily tweet earlier. I don't know when she did. It was recently. And she was like, why didn't anyone warn me about Ruby and Twice Shy? And I was like only 100 pages in when I saw this tweet. And I was like, oh, my God, who is Ruby and what happens to her? (laughs) And then I got to the part in the book and I was like, now I see. Now I see what she meant. And Emily, you cannot cancel me because I did not know. I did not know. You can cancel my other hosts thank you you can cancel me it's fine that's fine yeah i'll take it (laughs) i noticed the possum that's what i was there for yeah i was there for the (laughs) narnia and it references i was there for the coffee shop oh yeah i forgot to mention i was when i was like when i was trying to mention things that i was like i relate to this about wesley too (laughs) the only thing i can remember was the cryptids but the animal the animal um Mm -hmm. sanctuary i was like that is exactly what I would do if I had this kind of this kind of opportunity so I applaud you (laughs) thank you so much guys for those emails those were fun um make sure to send us more you can always send us an email at bookhostpod at gmail.com not just when we have a group read you know anytime you want to say hey you can send us an email feel free if you have a book you want to recommend to us also send us an email yeah I was just going to say both of those things. Yes. If you ever read a really good book and you just want to tell someone about it, send us an email. We'll read it. Maybe we'll read the book if you convince us. Who knows? Yeah. Make it really good. And then maybe we will. (laughs) Also, if you have a good subject line, we might make that the title of the episode sometimes. That's true. Oh, and Emily's subject line was just twice shy group reads. Oh, well. So I think we're going to have to go with a different (laughs) title for this episode, but that's okay, you guys. That's okay. (laughs) So this brings us to the end of our episode. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. And also thank you so much for shouting us out in your um, acknowledgement section. It was so so nice to be included and see like all the other names. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was exciting. We were really excited when we saw that. So thanks. Yeah, we haven't. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, I think I shared this story, but I was reading it at like very early in the morning and I saw it and then I immediately texted Grace and Sarah. Neither of them were awake and they just see my text messages of me screaming because our names are in there and it was very exciting. Well, your enthusiasm is so cool. Aw, thanks. Thank you for having me. Um, Would you like to share like where we can find you on social media so that our listeners can follow you and such? Sure. On Twitter, I am Witch of the Words. And on Instagram, Sarah underscore Hokul. And you can follow us on Twitter uh, at The Book Hose. And on Instagram at Book Hose Pod. You can also send us an email at bookhosepod at gmail.com. You should also subscribe to the podcast on all our different platforms, leave a rating, write a review on Apple, um, and then share the podcast with all of your friends. And also go buy Twice Shy and read it. Mm -hmm. And send it. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to talk about it. 
Thank you so much for listening. We hope to have a great rest of your day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.